Now, we continue with Mile High Magazine. Here's your host, Melissa Moore. Hey, it's Melissa Moore. Thank you for joining me on this Sunday morning for Mile High Magazine. This is part two of my conversation with Sabrina Johnson. She is the mother of Denver Broncos, Shane Ray. And what I think has been so incredible to hear about Shane's story is not just Shane the football player and not just Shane the stats, but I always feel like there are stories behind people. And Sabrina has really shed light on what life was like for Shane. You know, here he was growing up in what they call the murder factory of Kansas City, a really rough area. And she knew as a single mom with a college education that she wanted him to get a college education and be able to get himself out. And football just happened to be something he was incredibly good at, but that was never the goal to get him to the NFL. And Sabrina, I know you said he only has six hours until he can get his degree. And what's he doing right now? Is he working towards that? So uh, he has been talking to the school about doing some online classes and things like that. But yes, I am holding. I knew that. you would. I knew you would. Yes. Well, I love we talk about just the transformation of him as a person. And it kind of leads us up to him giving back in the community mm-hmm. and change shoes. Tell me about that. And how does that work? Okay, so just to, to go back a little bit. So when Shane was a, a kid, a lot of people ask me like, you know, what camps did you put him in? How did you mold this football player again? didn't do all that. I couldn't afford it. Right. You know, they were charging $200, $250 for camp and things like that. I couldn't do that. I had to pay tuition or shoes and I'm a single parent, so I couldn't do that. So Shane didn't get to go to football camps. He couldn't afford those. Um, he just so happened looked up to be uh, one of the kids at our school uh, was invited to the U.S. Army Combine and they could take two people. And Shane... Um, Went. He was one of the kids chosen to go, and be, and that was where everybody saw him because he was competing against all of the kids from like Texas and Florida mm-hmm. and things like that. And he was just doing a great job. And so he told me when we came back, he was like, "Mom, he said, when I make it, he said I'm going to have a camp, and I'm going to I'm give back to the community um, where I'm at." Because, you know, I didn't have that opportunity and not everyone has a mom who can sacrifice everything that you have done for me. Mm -hmm. So um, after the first year in the league, he had to get acclimated and so forth. But then he was like, come on, we need to get our foundation, which is Raise Awareness. And the Raise Awareness is a playoff. His name, of course, Shane Ray. But he didn't want to pick just one um cause to champion he says you know there's a lot of things that I, I like to champion you know things that come across that I feel like I can get behind and so we figured raise awareness mm-hmm. and we would raise awareness to different causes and things and then under the raise awareness foundation uh, foundation umbrella we have Shane shoes mm-hmm. in which you know I couldn't buy him it's Shane wore of he was 12 he wore 12 mm-hmm. when he was 13 he wore 13 now, if you're paying Catholic school tuition and you, I, I mean, those shoes are like $200. Right. So in uh, his cleats, the first pair of cleats he got, he got from a chief player, mm-hmm. you know, and um, it was just really hard. So he was like, I want to be able to help athletes who are large, mm-hmm. you know, who can't find shoes and things like that. So we started Shane Shoes and we started uh, sponsoring um, kids in athletics with shoes and things like that. But then as we got into, we had a drive here in Denver and we partnered with the Denver Rescue Mission. We realized as we were touring the facility, there are parents, there are families that have no shoes. We, right. we just take that for granted. 
Yep. You know, I probably got shoot 40 pairs of shoes in my closet and some I don't even wear. Well, this really like struck us because we saw guys like the fathers like had duct tape around their shoes. It's cold in Denver, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. So we had our first shoe drive at the view house and people were bringing in boxes of shoes. We were so impressed. And little girl, there one thing that was so striking was a little girl. She was probably like six and she came in. She had two grocery bags full of shoes. And she says, I just want to see Shane Ray and get his autograph, but I got two grocery bags (laughs) of shoes so I can help somebody. I don't wear them anymore, but they're nice. And I thought that was so, I mean, heartwarming that someone that young can understand that, you know, something as simple as shoes people don't have. Right. And to teach that culture of giving back. Exactly. You know, and looking out and that we're all community. We're all in this together. Yes, I love that. And I love that Shane is really just kind of fostering that community and kids and adults through his raise awareness. And before we get to talking about the big steak dinner that's coming up, I should point out that his website is 56, the number 56, ShaneRay.com. And there you can find information out about Shane's shoes that we were just talking about. But also there is a big steak dinner coming up tell me a little bit about that yes yes. that's a big deal yes we're real excited about it a very first one that we had you know we were like okay we're just going to step out on faith because Mm -hmm. you know we need to grow the foundation so we can do more things for the community and it was such a success and we met so many loving and giving people who were like if you do this next year we're going to buy it several tables and we'll donate them to people so they can come and we're going to, we want to help you in whatever you do. And, and we've partnered with other organizations that came that we're working with now and which is pretty awesome. So this year we have the one on the 12th and because we expanded, mm-hmm. we're having an 801 top house and it starts at six thirty to I believe 10 or 10 30. And, um, it's just going to be amazing. So people are coming. You're going to have fun. We have games. We have an awesome menu that's being prepared. And we're working on having entertainment at this one. So we're trying to step it up yeah. every time. But last year, we had so much fun. And it was so amazing. And we partnered with, um, like, the police department. We uh-huh. have some police chiefs there. You know, because, again, you have that, that wedge, that, that bridge that needs to be brought in together with the community and the Absolutely. police department. And so we're, we're trying trying to do some other things you know with the military you know mm-hmm. you have whether you stand or not or whatever and so we're we trying to get some military people to come so we can show that you know it's not about disrespect to the military it's just about standing up for injustice and things like that good for you so uh we're real excited about the event i'm excited for you so for folks that are there tables still available tickets still there, available there are tickets still available okay. um there are tables available you can go to 56 shaneray.com and they have all the information there you can purchase your tickets online um or yeah, so we have our our, uh, our coordinator who's online as well that you could call him directly. But we are taking donations if you are if you can't participate, but if you would like to participate and um, you um, maybe can't afford, you know, the ticket that we're that for a single ticket, we are having allotment of some tickets that we are discounting, you know, for people who want to come. It's great. Yeah, we want I mean, we want to be able to do more like, you know, again, we partner with the Denver Rest Commission and we're just trying to do as much as we can to help the children there because um, 
just because a lot of people forget about the kids. You that forget are there. about the kids, mm-hmm. and you know we're all. And I still have this mentality, even though my son's in the NFL, we're all a paycheck away from being broke or being destitute or having a serious uh, situation, whether it's medical, we lose our job or Mm -hmm. something like that. And so when you're in that situation, you don't want to feel pity. You don't you still want to have like, you know, be able to accept the help. But like. You, you want your, your children, yeah. You want to keep your dignity. You want your Absolutely. children to not know, yeah, that this is a situation you're in, and yeah. you're in a shelter, and that has to be the cleanest shelter I ever seen. They are so wonderful. They aren't are they? so wonderful. They're such great people, and they're good with the children. Oh my goodness, yeah. And Shane enjoys going and spending time. And on his day off, he goes up there and he plays games with them. I and love sees it. The kids. We donate backpacks for them. Love we it. donate shoes. I love it. I love the fact that as we're talking about Denver Broncos, Shane Rain, if you're just joining me, I'm talking with his mother, Sabrina Johnson. And I love the fact that Shane has such a heart for giving back to the community. I love that he's come to Denver. He's working with the Denver Rescue Mission. You were just talking about how on his days off, he goes there and he spends time with the kids. Um, You've donated shoes. You've donated backpacks. But something else pretty big is going on. Tell me about that. Oh, and um, so we went there when we were donating backpacks one year and our board and we noticed they didn't have a playground and we were just like, where are the kids playing? And they were like, our playground had to be closed because of some violations. Mm-hmm. And we were like, Oh my God, we wanted to work with them to help them get a bill. Well, they ended up getting a sponsor to take care of that. And so what we said we would do, we're going to donate all of the equipment for the playground. Oh, I love that. So we're going to do basketballs, volleyballs, jump ropes, what chalk, what you know, whatever the heck mm-hmm. they need. So um we we've uh as a matter of fact when we leave here we're going to go buy some more stuff. Oh, and so they're having a dedication okay. uh with the with the sponsor that um opened up the 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 playground for them and then we're going to go back on another day and then give them all the all the stuff that we That's bought wonderful. for them. Wonderful. I love what a huge part of the community Shane and yourself have mm-hmm. become. I I you know, it makes me feel great. You know, too much is, is given, much is required. Amen. And I just think that, you know, um, I remember what it's like to sleep on the floor. If you, you saw our story, I remember it was like not to have anything. Mm-hmm. And I was educated. Yep. I had a career, but, you know, I lost my job and it was, it can, it can happen so quickly. Right. You know, but I still wanted to keep my dignity. I didn't want to feel like that. So it's just so awesome. And it makes me feel great as a mother that I did something right that my son also remembers because he used to say he says mom i remember i'm always going to be that fat kid in my mind Mm. that i'm always going to be that kid that no one wanted to pick i'm always that kid that couldn't in my mind right so i that's what drives me to work harder that's what drives me to reach out to a kid that is is struggling or whatever so those type of things makes me proud to be his mother you know it being a Denver Bronco is great and it's a great achievement, but it's not more of an achievement of the kind of person he is and giving back to the community. And I have to give you huge props too, because you did it as a single mom and that's tough. Yeah. You know, and like I have people say, Oh, you're just such a great mom. And I really, you know, I'm always reluctant to say something about that because I think any mother would do that for their kid. Unfortunately, not every parent's like that. Yeah. But I do think there is something with a with a single mom. You're working hard. 
you want the best for your kid and you yeah. sacrifice yeah. and you do whatever it takes. Yeah. You know, including like having to kick their butt sometimes. Yeah. And we was laughing about that this morning. <laughs> we was talking. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. you know, at, at 11, you were just, ugh. Uh, I know that is such a tough age. And as I was watching one of the stories on his website, the Bleacher Report story, it talked about how he was so angry before. And listening to his coach talk about him at Mizzou, um, it seemed like that's when the big switch happened. Like he was he was so instrumental in helping us um, because it was like it's as a mom. You can do so much to understand a, a, a man child, right? Mm-hmm. And you got to have that other person, that other sex to help you guide this kid, you know? And so, um, like, uh, I had a good firm hand on him, but it was, you know, having strong male figures in his life to help him, to tell him he could do it, encourage him, you know, some that looked like him and some that didn't, mm-hmm. you know, it was it was very important. And, you know, for Shane, you know, can you imagine just kind of growing up and always wondering, what can I do to make my own father love me? That's just really, it's just really hard. And processing that, and then, like, you hear stories about your dad and how good he is in football and this, that, and whatever, and all the records at Mizzou, and that's where you're going. And, you know, the only way that he could, you know, get out all of that frustration was to... I'm going to take everything he had and wipe it away. And he did. He's more important than his father ever could be. He's got four or five records down at Mizzou. He's up on, if you walk in Mizzou right now, he's in the gallery uh, up there. I mean, he's he's in like three or four galleries there. And he, But the thing is, it didn't fill the hole. He did it. Okay. Now what? And so... I just we still talk about it and he don't he doesn't have that same drive against his father but he still has to deal with it as being a man. You know, the more I hear you share his story, the more incredible it is and I love seeing how he's just embraced our Denver community and giving back. Sabrina Johnson, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. And we've just been talking to Sabrina Johnson. Um, I hate to say Shane Ray's mom. You're so much more than that, but that's a part of who you are. That's why you're here. Uh, number 56 with the Denver Broncos, Shane Ray, giving back to the community. A lot of different things going on. If you check out the website, the website again. 56ShaneRay.com. And you'll see how you can give back, help out the community, and what he's been doing since he moved here to Denver. We're so thrilled to have you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much. I'm Melissa Moore. It's Mile High Magazine. Have a great Sunday morning. You have been listening to Mile High Magazine, a look at the issues and people shaping Colorado, presented by the Public Affairs Department of Bonneville, Denver. If you have a suggestion for a future program or a question, please send an email to publicaffairs at bonneville.com. Thanks for listening to Mile High Magazine.